Oftentimes, our homes are in disarray in some form or fashion from our family actively living in the house. This doesn't mean that we're slobs. We simply have tiny humans practicing to be full-size humans, and we're oftentimes spending more time and energy focused on that than keeping a spotless home. In this episode, we're going to flush out the oxen proverb and some of the mindset that plays into the tug we often experience between these two important areas of our lives, raising children and stewarding our homes. Do you want to experience more intimacy in your marriage through time in God's word and praying together, but find yourself spending more time scrolling and binging TV? Do you desire to lead your children to know, love, and serve the Lord, but don't even know where to begin? Do you want to incorporate more Jesus into everyday family life, but don't seem to have enough time nor bandwidth for it after all of your adulting? Hi, we are Robbie and Sasha Robertson, and we are so excited that you're here with us on the Faithful Family Fortress podcast. We know the distance between your desires and current lifestyle seems impossible to overcome, but you're not alone. As first-generation believers, we are on a journey to discover what it means and looks like to do life with Jesus. It was a struggle to put down the habits our fellow millennials and culture have been so comfortable with and instead seek to live a more fruitful life. We're here to help build Christ-centered, faithful families by bringing mindfulness into your marriage, purpose into your parenting, and humility into the shared responsibility of homemaking. So fire up that pot of coffee, share an earbud with your spouse, and let's get busy with today's episode here on the Faithful Family Fortress Podcast. All right, let me give you a little backstory here. So I was in a men's Bible study with a group of my buddies, and we're discussing being dads and how, you know, while it's such a blessing to fill that role, it seemed like our homes were always in some form of disarray. Almost as a side comment, one of my buddies had said, yeah, man, it's like the oxen proverb. And dude, that left me puzzled. What's the oxen proverb? I'm like sitting here with a half drank nutty Irishman latte, pondering if he's about to quote Confucius or he's going to like point at a proverb of Solomon that I'd overlooked. It happened to be the latter. Uh, Proverbs 14.4 and the floodgates of realization are the basis for this episode. Okay, so Proverbs 14.4 in ESV goes like this. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. Let's cut through the veil of metaphor here. Let's call everything what it is. Our kids are the oxen. Don't let them hear you chuckle at that. Our home is the manger, and our life experiences, memories, those are the crop. Before our eldest son came along, life at home was pretty easy. A miraculous occurrence would happen time and time again. We would clean a thing, go away for a time, come back, and it was still clean. Whoa! <laughs> we would organize an area and it would simply remain organized. Black magic. <laughs> Laundry could be done once a week in two loads and the dining room table didn't require a hazmat crew to decontaminate after every meal. <laughs> it was housekeeping bliss. Also, terribly boring. It was devoid of enriching memories watching our little children grow in a place mentally where we both struggled with varying degrees of depression. Life was simple and easy, but it was also really hard. Does that make any sense? Now, I know I can't speak for everyone, but I know that our lives, in our lives, we have found almost every experience more enriching and enjoyable and meaningful with our messy 
loud, exhausting kids involved. How do we frame all this then? It all starts with our mindset. We all pine for quiet days from time to time, and that's like totally natural after a couple days of sensory overload, but this is not our default place. Recognize that your life has exponentially more substance with those kids as part of the story. That the field of our lives is plowed, tilled, and readied for a harvest of love, memories, experiences, and relationships greater than any amount of backbreaking work we could achieve alone. We're all created for a relationship by design, and no manifestation of these relationships is greater than that of the family and through our children. Yeah, and when taking on that mindset, I think we can approach our home and our homemaking a little bit differently. I was actually speaking to a client the other day, and she said, my mom was somebody that couldn't relax if the house wasn't in tip-top shape. She was even admitting to her that her cleaning standards, especially while her kids were growing up, were not realistic, but she still carried that expectation for herself around all the time. And I mentioned this because I want you as parents to keep in mind this statement that just like Robbie had said previously, we are in a very blessed and cherishable season of life where some things simply matter more than others. I don't want you to get yourself distracted or caught up into Pinterest or Instagram worthy homes, ones that are staged for sale or ready for to list on Airbnb, you know, our house was on Airbnb for a while. Yeah, we did and for a season. Every time we would move back into our home, it's like, man, this is so great. And then it would just be like stuff everywhere. But remember that they're your homes. You live there. Your kids live there. And it's okay for it to not be perfect. But this also brings us to our second point of this episode And that is good stewardship. We still want to be good stewards of what God has given us. And we want to create a home that's a place of blessing, not just to ourselves, but to our families and to other people that we host. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work heartily. As for the Lord and not for men. And speaking of men, this good stewardship, fellas, applies to us as well. It's our home too. You know, a lot of times our role in the family as men slide to the side of like provider first and protector, but good steward, that only seems to come up when a matter of like a plumbing problem uh, or the law needs to be mowed. More than a few guys see this extended to take out the trash, honey, and don't take stewardship much further than that. The reality is we're every bit as responsible for keeping up the home alongside our wives. From my experience, Sasha's just as exhausted from a day of child rearing, errand running, meal prepping, just as much as I am punching a clock in my day job. Neither of us is excused from keeping the house up, even if it's more work than what we all just spent our day doing. I actually made the joke the other day, it's hard being married to someone that also doesn't like to clean the bathroom. (laughs) It's as funny as it is true. We don't need to kill ourselves to keep the house immaculate, but we do own the responsibility to keep our homes livable. The true joy here is that as our kids grow, we get to share that joy and responsibility with them. If you really want to bless your kids, you find a way to shovel off all the chores on them. Whoa. Calm down there, cowboy. (laughs) That's not how this works. We do not have a slave labor force, Robbie. I like to think of it more as indentured servitude or uh, an apprenticeship and an internship and adulting. Call it what you will. 
but our home is ultimately our responsibility. Yeah, you're probably right. We do get to teach our children the ins and outs of stewardship. 2 Timothy 3.17 says that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. But at the same time, most days, I truly feel blessed that we get to share this mess together, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, until you can afford to hire me a maid anyway. What about like a butler? Could you do could you do a, <laughs> a butler? butler? Like some guy named Jeeves? We do have a butler's pantry. Yeah, he's already got his own pantry. And we have a <laughs> spare bedroom. This could totally work out. What about like an all pair? Uh, that's what I was thinking, an all pair. All yeah. pair. So if anybody out there is well, interested I don't in moving know. to Alaska. I heard, I heard recently an all pair only does stuff related to the kids, which I guess wouldn't be so bad. But I also wanted to like mop the floors and stuff. And I think it's a maid. You know, it, but does a maid take care of the kids too? Because I also need that. I need a babysitter a lot. That sounds like an all pair. Which that sounds like a mom. We already have one of those in the a house. A nanny. A nanny. A manny. A, a manny? No. <laughs> I'm going to be the most attractive male in this house next to our son. So you're not going to have some pool boy in here. Anyway, back on topic here. <laughs> right. Well, anyways, friends, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about good stewardship a whole lot more. Uh, we're going to talk about ways we can come together as husband and wife and incorporate our children into the shared responsibility of homemaking. It is one of the pillars of this podcast. But for now, be sure to leave a review, smash the subscribe button, share with a friend if you think this episode would help bless them, and remember, it's not the years in your life, it's the life in your years.